<laughs> you're not used to like hard opens. It's been a few. It's been a few weeks. Uh, <laughs> How do I podcast? Yeah, about, yeah. <laughs> about like just like not exactly flaccid open, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, we. Sh- I'll, we'll have to copy somebody else's open. We'll have to do like an NPR type open. I think that, that should be our open. We, we need to steal an open and then just play the music. Hi, this is Terry Gross. Welcome to Ronin Geek official podcast episode 124. Today with me in the studio, we have Alex Austin, myself, and I, uh, I are Joe Rogan, Plebeian Adam. Oh, God. <laughs> Who are you going to be? Like just Rob. Just Rob. <laughs> Uh, Holy shit, man! The fucking monkeys on the moon. <laughs> Did you think about that? <sighs> I was about oh. to say you said Joe Did Rogan, not fucking Alex. You didn't. Yeah. Even, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you didn't say Alex Austin. Come on. <laughs> They're making the no, moon Jones. frogs gay. Yeah, Alex, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Yeah. They're making the moon frogs gay. <laughs> well, they are. It's a problem. Okay, well we'll move on from now. I love that guy. He's so energetic. Oh, he's he so is. He, man. Passion. That's what it is. He's he got does passion. have a lot of passion, but he also whether has... whether or not what do you think of him? He is passionate. I don't, I don't have a bad opinion of him. I think he's a paranoid schizophrenic. Uh, oh, for um, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's great to watch him. Oh, he is yeah. entertaining. Well, he's I, very entertaining. I have to like like I was, like I was say like say what you will about him, but like at the same time, I got to give him props. Like he puts himself out there. He's dedicated. He's dedicated. <laughs> well, did you see the thing he just pulled recently? Uh, so no apparently, I'm sure it's crazy. His his <laughs> I think it's his ex wife and his daughter. Uh, he's having trouble. I don't know. He's like he's having trouble connecting with them, or something's no happened. Shit. I don't. I don't know what's <laughs> led up. Tinfoil hat. That's I don't know what's sucks, led up though. to this. But how it culminated was this event where, and this is all recorded. This is recorded from the ground. It's recorded from the air. Apparently, he rented a helicopter and went and started buzzing his ex-wife's house with it in this helicopter <laughs> <laughs> until they came outside. They started shouting at him from a bullhorn. I'm just. <laughs> Oh my god! Anyway, so that that's pretty fun. So you can look that up. It's a, it's you know, on the that, If I had an ex-wife, I'd probably piss her, and I had the money, I'd probably do that shit to her. Oh, it's that feels insane. like it's one of those moments where it's like, as he's like doing mid-buzz, I mean, he makes a, do a freeze frame, be like, so you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably wondering how the gay frogs got here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the frogs got gay. <laughs> Oh my god! And uh, he actually said that, people. If you don't, if if you think we just made that up, That's no a meme. Everyone yeah, knows yeah, that yeah, fucking he meme. actually said that shit. So, anyway, we should probably move on. Though this is going to be the news-heavy portion of Rona Geek Official Podcast, and in episode one twenty-five, we will end up doing uh, more topics. Is it really things. news? It's kind of just things. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a not lot really of, new anymore. It's a lot of disconnected things, which is actually it makes it easier for us. Because we don't have to connect anything really, and, yeah, and we're terrible at segways, so we're not even gonna we're not even gonna fuck with that. But <laughs> yeah, so first in news and segways, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, did I mention bad? <laughs> um, I figured the biggest one would be the Pokemon Arceus or Arceus, however you want to pronounce it's it. Big news! It's big news. Well, I know Pokey Arky, Pokey Arky. Well, cause I think Rob and I have been like kind of dick hard about you know an mmo third person kind of pokemon world this, right. has, so been, this has been asked for for a long time yeah we're gonna fans. keep asking for it because it's not what this is <laughs> well this is far i mean don't get me wrong the videos are there's very minimal of it right they literally had a scene that for shot for shot was stolen from breath of the wild yeah yeah it, yeah it looked like it and the overworld that it takes place in looks a lot like a more empty breath of the wild yeah which is the sad part up to this point i mean I'm hoping that 
they didn't really make a big disclaimer about it, like a uh, game studio normally would in, in a scenario that it's just like an early build situation. Mm-hmm. But um, but I suspect that this is just a very early build, and, and based on fan reactions, what's being said online, I think there's probably portions of that open world that might scale back a little bit, because some of it was just, it just looked big. Really I, big with not a lot in it. I mean, we haven't seen what the cities look like, not really yet. True. Right? So those things may be packed, and there just may be wide expanses outside of it. Sorry, and this is Johto? Is that where Arceus I don't, is? I, don't, I know. don't know. I think it's Johto. Don't know. And I mean, like, regardless, the, there's obviously there's work that needs to happen. And it felt to me, like, when I saw this video originally, it didn't feel like they were like, oh, hey, this is our project, which we're totally pouring a bunch of money in. It felt like it was like, we had this idea. Yes. We, we made this idea into a video and our our sponsors weren't really sh- or like the studio yeah. wasn't really sure if they actually want to go forward. Yeah. yeah. So they released it as like a, hey, this is something we're working on. And then we'll waited for the reactions. Oh, okay. That, honestly, I was just saying I the same see that. thing. I because like when you see yeah. the Pokemon moving even, they, they res down, right? Because there's so much going on in the open world. It's yeah. a way for them to like do it. And you can see the res down versions of them moving because they... Look like they're like there's um, one that was going possessed. at like like 15 frames a second yeah, exactly. as it was moving or something. Right, exactly. Because it's uh it's just offloading processing, right? So yeah. That the, so that the game does not too demanding, so it can go on the switch, probably. Um, Which I think but they like, need to fix that. If right, of that's course. one thing yeah, they need. And, to fix. and of course, but the thing is, like, you would never see that in a trailer of a of a nearly complete or at least robust You're right. game. You're yes. right. Yeah. Um, and I'm not I'm not bashing them over it. I'm just saying like that's an indication. That of where they are right now. Yes, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. all it is. Yeah, I think they might be at a juncture where they said, "Oh, well, a lot of the a lot of the early assets are already built, and we just have to decide what direction we want to take it in Maybe, now." Yeah. And then I think you're right. Well, I think they're leaving it up to all of the Pokemon for all of the DSs and everything. They've all gone through multiple uh, changes. Yeah, one of I'll... the early things they did in yeah. po- not Silver, the one after Silver, uh, I think that was Ruby. They originally, when they did Ruby, they put all the Pokemon they they made them super high res. Yeah. And then for every Pokemon game, they've been de-resing them. Now, they have had to redo the skeleton structures here and there. Yeah. yeah. And But for the most part, they're tr- they try to create a complex Pokemon structure, like the model itself. Right. And every game just de-reses them in their own way. They get right. super uber yeah. high res. Right. So they have the models and the everything and the 3D models Which, all to, available. It's smart the way they did it. It is smart to a degree. It's kind of it's shot them in the foot sometimes, but yes. also helped yeah. them massively in other areas. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you've got that many fucking Pokemon at this point, uh, you need to have a game plan, and that's a game plan. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to being like, well, every game we're just gonna redo all the fucking assets. That's exactly uh, what it's about, and it makes no sense to do that anyway if the assets are supposed to look the exact same anyway. Yes. Yeah, and that's the single probably the single like one of the single biggest pieces of having to do development for a game is just making all the assets and make them move the way you want to and look the way you want to and doing it this way. Yeah. They have it all, and they just yeah. sort of modify it. So, but. I, I, completely uh, I agree sorry, I should correct it. I did say that it takes place in Johto. It actually takes place in the wild area introduced in Pokemon Sword and Shield. So that's my bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know it's supposed to, it's supposed to take place a long time ago, right? Know, yeah, way before. And one thing I do love in the art is if you did you guys notice the Pokeballs? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. It's so how they cool. have like the little clasps on them, yes, instead of the digital buttons. buttons yeah, it looks yeah. like very Gen Gen One, like sort of yeah, Phase One Pokeball. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. love that design. Yeah. But I agree with you one hundred percent, Rob. This looks like a game, kind of like that Deadpool trailer when it was first put yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's exactly yeah. yeah. It, it's very much a to me. There's been a lot of things on the internet where people say, "Hey, we want this open world." Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone has said that, but 
I do agree with devs why they've been hesitant because people say they want something and then they don't. And then they don't. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I yeah. think this is them going, okay, do they really want this? Let's put out something that looks a certain way yeah. and see if this is what people want. Let's see where they want to take the direction. Right. There might have even been a level of the developers were going, hey, let's put this out there. We want we want to make this choice and you guys want to make that choice. Let's, let's see what put the fans say. See what they have to say. Yeah. I completely agree with Rob on this. Yeah. What was the what was the um because remember a long time ago, we had a little clip of a Star Wars game that was like a single player action title. What was that uh, one called? Uh, like Star Wars 1713. 1313. And then yeah. what, was it the that, RPG oh, one? No, that was the one where uh, you're going to the heart of Coruscant, like the lower levels. Yeah. 1313. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you're, and they used a placeholder model during the trailer and sh- the gameplay to show people you were supposed to be playing Fett. Oh, yeah, yeah. But what it what it ended up turning into was, I, I think, based on the original trailer they showed, the gameplay trailer, because the yeah, gameplay it was, ended up it was looking, supposed to be like a Drake's Fortune kind of like third yeah, person shooter. But it ended oh, up looking it, a it, lot. It was like, dark though. It was dark. Yeah, it ended yeah. up looking a lot like Fallen Order though, in terms of that original gameplay trailer. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, uh, I mean, it was it was looked like it was poised to be like an adult game yeah. for Star Wars, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and then that's of course why everyone was like, oh fuck yes, let's play this. And then it just kind of like died, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember no, no, the dying. It didn't die. They killed it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And it's well, it's, that, that was right around the time of the Disney acquisition, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's. I think that's what killed it um, because it was poised to be a darker game, and Disney's like, yeah, maybe let's not. But I think now they're probably like, yeah, maybe let's maybe do we should have. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Fallen Order was took the idea of that game and ran with it, and obviously it did very well. Um, so I'm. Hoping that we're gonna get more of that. I'm hoping that like stuff like thirteen thirteen, like conceptually, will be kind of like re looked at and maybe redone. Even if you're not mm. playing as fat, whatever. Um, but being able to see some of the seedier sides of Star Wars, the more realistic side, yeah, is obviously there's a market there because Mandalorian came out. Welcome right. to thirteen thirteen, yeah. where you play of thirteen different Twi'leks doing thirteen different hooker jobs. Where the 13? dark Tatooine. No, no. Thirteen like, thirteen <laughs> is supposed to be like the um, like think of like a uh, what you'd assume of like a pirate cove, that's kind of what it's like. It's yeah, like yeah. it's completely lawless. <laughs> that's pretty much that's Tatooine. I'll, I'll have to show you some of the uh, art, art that they put out for it because yeah. it looked so cool. The art always looks cool. Yeah, but it's yeah. interesting though. They kind of it it's kind of that situation, right, where they just give you a little taste of it, and then I think they are just sort of gauging reactions and kind of seeing what direction they can take it in. Yeah. But yeah, There's yeah. A, so our, our Kia's will be really cool. Oh, it says though in the notes too. It says that. Um, your your task in the game is to create Sinnoh's first Pokédex. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, so this, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that's the idea. But the thing is, though, that when I was watching it, I don't know if you guys noticed this. I assume you did. But there was no battle. Yes, there was. Not really. You no, know, there was. Yeah, but they didn't show any kind of mechanics of any balance. No, system. they didn't because I don't think that's in place. No, exactly. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. It's so early. The menus so, like, don't even well, pop Well, that's what up. I'm saying. Yeah. It's so early. I don't think there's a menu. Like, Temtems has more fucking combat in this game. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I can tell. We did a whole episode on Temtems, sir. <laughs> I, I like Temtems. Yeah, yeah, as far yeah. as I can tell, they took the Breath of the Wild engine. Yeah. And were just like, and take out that model, put in this model, yeah. make some changes to the AI, call it a day. Look, look at this demo. Look at this, what we could do. As yeah. far as I can tell, that looks almost that looks very similar to the way a company pitches a publisher. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think about like if it you look like at like when they did the first pitch for Dead Space, it was the same way. They had like a whole level set up and everything like that. Yeah, kind of they do like off. one level, it's mostly perfect. Yeah, know? they do a yeah, demo effectively. Yeah. yeah. This to me looks like a demo. Yeah. yeah. Looks like a demo at yeah. best. Maybe Which, there'll be a direct Breath of the Wild tie-in. Maybe, maybe like maybe it, you have funny. to like breed the Pokemon and like Jinx and Mr. Mime 
you get them to create like the first Hylian and then oh, it, it ties wait. directly into Legend of Zelda. See, that's the thing though, right? <laughs> is that it's the first time that they have the Master Ball, right? Instead of the Master Sword. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, and then your your opponent is like Gary, Blue, Ganon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your three name choices. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, this game's going to be sick. I can't wait. And presumably Arceus is in there somewhere. It, it, so it, there'll be at least one legendary. Well, Arceus is like the god among gods. Yeah. I thought it was the Blue Bird. No. Oh, which one's the blue bird? Lugia. Oh, thank you. No, no, different. No, I know. That's from Silver. No, I'm thinking of the blue bird from like from like Gold Silver, I think. When they that, the th- that's Lugia. Yes, Lugia. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, no, Ar- Arceus is How literally there's. <laughs> Arceus is like the birth of the universe. There's yeah. like, hey, this is the universe, the birth of it, and the first thing to come from the universe is Arceus. He literally controls the entire universe. Oh, okay. All other Pokemon come from Arceus, <laughs> but he is a Pokemon. All things come from po- yes. Oh, All okay. things he is, he come is, from he is template zero. So can I mate him with a Pikachu? I don't know if that's how mating works in the Pokemon games, yeah, but kinda. in theory, yeah, because he is catchable. So, in... so if he's a so if he's a god, right? Mm-hmm. And you would need two of them in order to make more of them, which we know is not possible. So that's where we really get the good uh, of like Ditto. Around. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah, was always used for yeah, when yeah, you yeah. don't have a, another like opposite yes. sex Pokemon. His, yeah, po- his Poke Godschlong. Absolutely. His Poke yeah, yeah. Godschlong. <laughs> this is what he looks like. Oh, um, he looks sweet, yeah. I forget which uh, which game he comes from, though. Hold Four would have yeah. been... Um, the one thing... Diamond, I, Diamond Pearl? I, I, no. Yes, that does sound about oh, right. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because Diamond is... One of them is Times, one of them Space, and this guy's the... Yeah. The, the one in between that you can get. Oh, okay, cool. You can actually catch him. <laughs> Excellent. It's it's so strange in the game. They're like, oh, yeah, no, you can literally catch inside a Pokeball the god of all things. Yeah, yeah. Like the god, the <laughs> so one above That's all. how we find and out that, that, out. that god's, a, god's actually a sub. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, catch me. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Scratch me, daddy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so... I'm glad we've unpacked this game. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll be doing that one for episode 138 review. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. Ar- Arceus Daddy. quickly talk because i know i don't i'm not really sure if you guys are as balls deep into avatar as i am james cameron's avatar oh god he must it. be talking about the blue people avatar yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm definitely talking about the yes blue we avatar. are and we are so impressed that they put it back in theaters for a week to beat out endgame we are so excited <laughs> that they did that oh yeah they did do that yeah yeah, that. yeah yeah so no we're on the same page does that count that seems like that's a that's that seems like a bullshit move <laughs> i've never bu- seen one I, but i feel like doesn't disney also own avatar yeah so it's like in they're, their just tra- they're just trying to drum up a reason to keep releasing yeah. these movies well, no, no, one the, after no, another the after another. The only reason I guarantee you, the only reason why they did this is because the next movie is starting to get ready to be slated. Yeah, yeah. true. Because okay. that because they poured some twenty into the Avatar franchise because it's a whole section of Animal Kingdom. It's a now. really good publicity stunt. Yeah. Wow. Which. It's funny because, like, this isn't even the Avatar that Adam was about to talk about. And yet we no. completely... Yeah. I'm talking right, about the next, last... Next thing, <laughs> Superman reboot. <No. laughs> 
You cruel bastard. We have absolutely derailed this and hijacked I just need to talk about how the two creators of the Avatar series abandoned the net. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Get the fuck out. This is like one of the old westerns where the guys ride up on horses with a moving train and then just hop on and take over. That's basically what we just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Red Dead uh, Redemption, so there's a mission where you can do that. So, there, I just, I just need to get it out. They abandoned the Netflix series. Nobody cares about He's it got anymore. Avatar blue balls. Go yeah. on. Just like so. the avatars from the movie. <laughs> no, they abandoned, so the two creators abandoned the Netflix series, eh? Okay. I don't know if we've talked about that in the past. The creators of Avatar Last Airbender. Yes, and Korra. Okay. Uh, they were, they were working with the Netflix adaption. Was one of them not Dave Filoni? They were definitely not Dave. No, Dave Filoni was in the first series. Oh, okay. Not the okay. second. Yeah. Gotcha. So when when Avatar was good, yeah, it was full No, it was oh, Michael okay. DiMartino and Brian Konitzko. All right, see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were the original creators of Avatar and Korra, and they were slated to be a part of the whole they were a part of the Netflix adaption that's coming out, the live action. Yeah. And they abandoned that in 2019 or early 2020. I forget exactly when. Um, due to creative differences, yeah, they... which is not a good sign when you have creative differences from the creator of the series who have two good, um, they have one good series. Yes. No, they have two good series. Yeah. They have one good series. <laughs> hey, don't one. get mad at me because you can't count. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is savage. This is, he's just beating me down. Fine, so, fine. But, but what does it? But what does it mean? Get in the Pokeball. Mean, what, what they... <laughs> get in the Pokeball. I am your god. <laughs> so who did they, who did they get to run it then? I don't know, but oh. that doesn't matter. Oh, because they went back to Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon's like, we got a job. We're gonna make a uh, an entire development company, a studio, just for the Avatar products. Cool. And you two are gonna run it. Cool. Yeah, well, so Nickelodeon is completely like nobody gives a fuck anymore about them. So of course they need something. Exactly. They've got SpongeBob and Avatar. That's it. That's all they've got. That's true. They do have SpongeBob. They probably made so much bank off SpongeBob. Oh, they probably sure. oh, still do. It's yeah. It's their number one property. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, sure. So they've got that. So these two came back to Nickelodeon, the original creators of Avatar, and now they're creating a studio with them to develop a whole bunch of shit. And they're supposed to have a movie. In the works already. So is the Woo! Netflix one canceled then, or is it still coming out but without them? It's supposed to come out but without them. Okay. Is Which it, means it's going to suck. So it'll, it could it'll be have like, some weird it could be like really, event. really good, Alex. We should really check it out. I'm going to check it out. Yes. I, I want to check it out, and I will say this. If it's really good, oh God, you're going to fucking eat it so it was, hard. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be so hard to do. Oh, my God. Because this will be like a whole uh, I'm right, you're wrong situation. I... <laughs> I suspect it'll be wrong. I'm not going to guarantee, or I suspect it's going to be absolute dog trash. I'll be honest, it was hard for me to even accept to watch it, like, ironically. <laughs> I'm so skeptical about this I thing will, being good. I will watch it, and, I will, and I'll give you my opinion on it as the guy who's, like, not really watched the whole series at all. <laughs> oh, no, okay. No, it's, 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 it's a the thing. I actually really like the first series. I just, whenever I've started to get through it, something else has come up. The last mm. thing was um, Mandalorian season two stopped me from watching it, right? Uh, mm. And then and then like a bunch of other shit that I had to redo, but um, I will eventually watch it. I'll probably actually get through at least the first series uh, before the live action show, so I'll actually have some That's good. knowledge. I actually know the lore and stuff like that of the world, and it's it is interesting. I just it's a purely a time, or when I have the time, I just forget about it. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. 
So that's Avatar The Last Air Boner? Yeah, I need to cool. get that out there. Speaking of boners. Speaking of boners. <laughs> we'll, we'll, wait for, we'll wait for WandaVision. Who's ever seen Superman's package? Yeah, who's playing Superman in this? They don't know. They're, oh. they're, this is so early. So what we're talking about is there's is it's it been be, announced. Is it possibly Henry Cavill? Whether that's possibly. Okay. Uh, Probably it's, not. <laughs> it's been announced that J.J. Abrams is his... At, not J.J. Abrams and his production company, Bad Robot is leading the charge for the next Superman reboot movie. Yeah, they're doing... J.J. Abrams is doing what J.J. Abrams does, which is take an IP and reboot it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. The problem is, is I I think he's going to be... I'm afraid that he's going to be too safe. I don't want to yeah. see safe Superman anymore. I've seen too many safe Superman. Yeah, I mean, I to be perfectly honest with you, I was a pretty decent fan of J.J.'s for a long time until the last Star Wars movie when all of the impactful moments were completely rewound within the same fucking movie. Mm. Like, it's like, oh, hey, uh, C-3PO is going to say goodbye. It's going to be really sad and then we're just going to, you know, put him back. Chewbacca's going to die but not really. Like, <laughs> there's just so much bullshit of like that throughout the whole fucking movie. I'm like, guys, I'm okay with like losing these characters after this long run but don't fucking pretend like I'm going to lose them in the, in the end of the race and then like be like, nah. I feel like he was handed... I feel like what happened is they had a plan that didn't necessarily involve J.J. Abrams doing the last movie. No, it didn't. We already know that. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah, there's a whole site where somebody actually turned the original uh, Trevorrow fucking uh, thing into a comic. I'll link it to you later. Oh, yeah, I did yeah, see that. The, yeah. the images yeah. are amazing. Yeah. Like, it looks yeah. sick, man. Yeah. Like, that would have really... been a way better movie. Well, if it was done that way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, totally. like, because even scripts, like, scripts do warp during sure. production. So, like, sure. so I was just all about when they battle in in the comic images when they battle the Knights of Ren. Chewbacca takes one and ta- just tosses him into the air and shoots him out of the air with his bowcaster. Okay, that's yeah. pretty awesome. It's fucking badass. Yeah, I'll, I'll link you. It's, really it's cool. It. You should watch it. Essentially, it was just like a project of love. By yeah, <laughs> I should see that. But I, I feel like he was handed this. Execs basically shot up and went, oh my god, everyone liked your first one, fix it. And he just kind of went, what the fuck do you want me to do? You know, money? Okay, fine. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Can you imagine that like dinner between Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams when, when Trevor rose out and everybody's pissed at the Ryan Johnson one and then they're sitting down for dinner and J.J.'s like, so how's it going, Kathleen? Long time no see. She's like, J.J., we're fucking desperate. <laughs> we need you. She's got a <laughs> vodka bottle with a straw. <laughs> Oh my god, do I need you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Honestly, the only mistake it really felt like they made was they just constantly switched fucking directions. Yeah. yeah we've yeah. done we've been it, through this that is, one. It's all about like you need a project head. If you don't have a project head, it's not gonna I work. I just I just love that Trevor o got into it early before because he was slated to direct before the first uh, Jurassic World even came out. And then Jurassic World yeah. comes out, and it's this massive hit. Uh, today, today it's like one of the top 10 grossing, highest grossing movies of all time. Wow, so and then can it, sell garbage. Yeah, yeah. And then, at some <laughs> point, and then at some point, he's just like... Well, they did I'm sell Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, yeah. And ooh, then, ooh, damn. And ooh, then at some, at some point, he's just like, I'm only going to make dinosaur movies. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just a random. Like, why did that even happen? I, yeah. I think J.J. I don't know if J.J. was the right choice for the Superman, but I do think Henry... Henry Cavill is a good Superman and he should be brought back for that role. Yeah. Um, I just think they need a better writer. I don't know if I'm into J.J. Abrams being the choice, but I could be proven wrong. Well, uh, interestingly, I mean, so- he made Fringe. So, you know. Yeah, Fringe is all right for a bit. So was Lost. He can't. He can never stick the landing. That's the I, problem actually, with J.J. Abrams. I like the landing on Fringe. 
I, I do think, not. Like, if you, like, the it fits the feel of the entire show, though. I guess. But what if... It's like, oh, man, all this weird shit, aliens and all the other stuff. And then it's like, at the end, it's like, oh, yeah. And there was all this other fucked up stuff going on. You're like, oh, shit. And then it's like, it ends. <laughs> so that's exactly what it is. It's I just like weird was, shit that happens. I felt it was kind of a... I don't know. I, I felt it like, should have been shorter, is what it should have been. Yeah. They could, yeah. Have, they could have cut out the fat. Yes. If they cut out the fat, it would have been a supreme fucking show. Yes, that for sure. Yes, for sure. But I think that overall, from beginning to end, it was good. I felt like the ending, and I felt like the ending was abrupt. I liked that though. Okay. And I mean, I you know, everyone has their own tastes and things, but I mean, like, I thought that was cool because yeah, we don't enough. get that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not sure if he's the right choice for this, but no, I do I, think Henry I, I Cavill agree. should come back. I can't yeah. see anyone else as Superman at this point. I can just see better writers. Yeah. So, well, I think we might get that. There's a writer coming aboard uh, with J.J. Abrams to write the film. His name is uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates. I hope I pronounced that right. But yes. apparently, yeah, so uh, black American author. Uh, apparently, he's done a lot of great work as well. So it'll be interesting to see that perspective. And if that is the case, the rumors flying around might actually be true that if they're looking to make a superhero film <laughs> and maybe turn it on its head and look at it from from a black perspective, uh, Michael B. Jordan has been very interested yes. in playing a Superman. Oh, that would be cool. I would totally be down for this being the That'd first entry in awesome. like... Um, I don't. I don't want to call it like weird worlds or alternate realities, yeah. and I, I don't want to say that's an insult. That oh, it has to be an alternate reality for it to be Superman. It but doesn't have to be. Yeah. In, in my mind, that original Superman from the comics is the original universe, and that's fine. And and you, that's you fine. Can, you can put in this interjection yeah. of look how all these different universes, and this can start the Superman. And I would love if every Superman movie was from a different alternate M- reality. MCU is yeah. already I, on I the verge of doing cool. this, right? MCU is yeah. already on the verge of doing it. So yeah. it'd be cool to see DC pull the trigger first. Uh, interestingly, uh, they could get Michael B. Jordan to play Calvin Ellis, who is the original Black Superman from Earth 23. I've never seen that, series. but that so, sounds very yeah, yeah. interesting. So you got to look it up. But uh, it's definitely kind of a cool detail that this could end up being a whole new DC universe. And then I, I love that because they're not tied then to the archetypes that the characters are, that they currently have to be tied to. Yeah. Right? So because it's not, it's like they have high points and under so many low points in the current DCEU, it'd be great to see if they just are able to kind of do their own thing and be creative and good about it. If J.J. Abrams goes out of the safety zone, which he's used to not used to doing, I think that would be a fantastic idea to see what he can really do in my mind. Yeah. It'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least at least J.J., when it, whenever he reboots something, he typically does a good job. So Star Trek reboot was good. Star episode, Trek reboot was very good. Yeah, episode seven was was pretty good. It was pretty all right by today's standard of Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then, was, so this, I'm, I, I have high hopes for as well. Yep. Seven, seven was a good launching point. It was not a good movie. Yeah, good launching point. I definitely expected a lot more out of uh, eight and nine, but that <laughs> did not come to pass. So, as it were. Cool, and then so get get to my me my news. It's your story. Oh my god! <laughs> it's your news. Uh, I wasn't ready for this. Actually, I was. <laughs> so a couple things to get into here. First off, I want to start with the Final Fantasy VII remake Intergrade trailer. So I was a huge fan of Final Fantasy VII remake last year. Final Fantasy remake Part Two is not coming out for another year or so yet. Yep. So what's happening this summer? Coming up in June is going to be this Intergrade, which is a, a allegedly it's an expansion on the present game that exists. Well, it's a remake. <laughs> They're making it as a it's a remake for or a remaster, I guess, for the newer consoles. So correct, it's PS5 only. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, and then it's going to be starring Yuffie Kusaragi. Yeah, so. and they're adding on DLC basically. Or, yep, uh, I don't know if I'd call it DLC, but they're adding on this extra story plot. Correct, to make it, yeah. to make it into a battle royale. <laughs> it, yeah. it has to be. <laughs> so it was oh, it was inevitable. So anyway, this, it, so it this, is though, isn't it? No. Did I, did I, am I coming from a different reality where the Final Fantasy Battle Royale is all of a sudden missed by both of you guys? I didn't see a Final I, Fantasy I, Battle Royale. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Let me go look it up. Yeah, go look it up. In the meantime, so this is obviously going to be PS5 only. This is troubling for me, though, as, as a fan of the original one, because Final Fantasy VII Remake was is is one of the crowning achievements, in my opinion, of the PS4 generation. Now, getting into this, I definitely want to play Integrade, but it is predicated now by my owning a PS5. <laughs> and uh, what, what's crazy about that is, like, they're they're rightfully starting to push titles more toward PS5 release, you know, for first-party titles, exclusivity, things yeah. like that. Uh, however, they they're not doing a great job of getting those systems out there. So I'm so I'm gonna have to now get into the rat race to pick one of these things up yeah. this summer just to play it. That's the problem is they're 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 correctly pushing it, but at the same time, there's no one who can play it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna have to get on that. And I, I'm not that concerned. To me, that's the developers <laughs> who are gonna get fucked yeah. over because. People will eventually get their PlayStations mm. and they'll just backlog those games and call it a day. Mm-hmm. And it's the companies, those those developers that, oh, why are our sales down? Because no one fucking has a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why did I only sell 100,000 copies of my game? Oh, because there's only 100,000 of those PlayStations Like there's there. a lot of amazing Wii U games, but yeah. no one bought a Wii U, so no one played these correct. amazing games. Correct, yeah, correct. And they could be put in the same situation. And, and now we're being punished for that because they refused to re-release the Wind Waker HD <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the Switch. <laughs> this is just their punishment to us for not buying the Wii U. They, <laughs> Nintendo's so fucking trite and pissed about the Wii U situation still, they won't even... They won't even anyway so uh oh what is it called so rob's showing us no the no, no, no that's something else oh something else so the final fantasy battle royale what what is is it dissidia what is it no hold on a second i'm gonna find it what maybe do it doesn't do? exist maybe i am crazy let us know so or, or, or you've been mandela affected and you're yep, from, here it is uh oh, final no, fantasy not. 7 the first soldier official oh it's a it's a third person first person shooter battle royale the fuck? Starring, yeah, look it up. Bring it up. Is on it the like Zach, let's bring, is let's bring it up like Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier. Oh my god. Who was the first soldier? How the fuck did I see this before either of you? I don't know. <laughs> first Soldier is a competitive action shooter with RPG elements. Where a sizable group of players are placed in the same battlefield and must compete to be the last one standing. It's like, oh my you, god. It's this a is, longer version of saying it's a battle royale. It's a, yeah. It's like it's a battle royale. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> like we don't want a, the negative stigma associated with that title so we're just gonna really drag out the fucking explanation that is game. exactly what it is yeah no, look They're at the look at the game release date 2021 there's gameplay go to the fucking gameplay why, why don't i even know anything about this maybe we've been mandela affected adam maybe oh my god adam and i are from parallel reality where this game does not exist so but now we're in this reality where it does and go. it's fine all right yeah. let's take a look at this yeah pause Oh my God! The internet has been aflame with people angry about the the Yuffie being underage thing. So it's in uh, her new design for the uh, that they showed in the Integrate trailer. She's wearing like a oh, sort of like it's a cool looking like ninja sort of cloak thing. Yeah. But of course, you know the internet is a horny place and people right. do what they do. So anyway, she is she is underage. People need to know that uh, unless they've aged her up for this version of Final Fantasy, which we don't know yet. They have not confirmed nor denied. But this is interesting. So this uh, they probably this, didn't think it was a problem until it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's how it usually goes with those games anyway so the um the trailer is interesting so it, it looks like it's going to come out first for android and ios and it definitely is we just talked about it we're using, talking about the, the final fantasy 7 first soldier yeah first soldier yes the yeah. the battle royale version and it looks like it's taking place no no months. no it's not a battle royale it's a field battle tactics thing where you Com- are put competitive, in a, competitive field battle competitive tactics, field battle tactics <laughs> yeah, where yeah. you're put in a ring large field ring with other people and you will fight to be the, the last to survive Correct. But not a battle it's royale. Not a battle royale. Let's let's <laughs> It's for mobile too, guys. It's for so it's gonna be good because everyone's got phones. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> millions of phones out there. Yeah, it's a got, great idea. So 
yeah, honestly, it. So I think they've got some really cool ideas, with like the healing. I don't know if that's in Fortnite. I don't play Battle Royales. Well, but, yeah, it's easy to make no, a tank yeah, they, no, yeah, games. they have some RPG mechanics in the game that actually look legitimately good. Um, the game could probably be. They've included summons enjoyable. and melee. Like, melee's yeah. an option there. It's not just like Fortnite where guns are pretty much the only way I to mean, go. I mean, the only thing that I really noticed watching that trailer again was that they really needed to hire professional gamers to actually make a fucking trailer because mm. half the time they would stop so that the other person who's sniping can take a shot. There's like a two seconds of dead air between the person stopping and the person firing. <laughs> Every yeah. time you look at anything that's a scope shot in that trailer, there is a delay between person setting up the shot and person making the shot. Well, that's because they need... So here's the deal. If you've... W- I've watched things like Professional uh, COD and Professional... Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the other one? The other famous one. Oh, my God. Battle, Battlefield. PUBG? No, no, no. Not PUBG. I don't watch Battle, that shit. Battlefield. No, the old uh, CSGO. And oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> you can't tell. There is no... Like, they don't even let the full scope screen load well, I'm not saying before they... they take the shot. Oh, that, <laughs> I don't, don't even... Like, not... There's just... Ba-boom, ba-boom. No, yeah, it's, I'm not, it's so fast. It doesn't even load bad. on the whole screen. Like, you yeah. don't even see it. But that's not what I'm saying, though. It's like, I'm saying that they need professional people who make trailers. Because, like, oh. look at a trailer for any fucking multiplayer game. It looks like you're just watching somebody playing a multiplayer mm-hmm. game. That's this true. looked like it was literally a bunch of people got into a room and said, okay, guys, we need all this cool stuff for the trailer to show off the game. So just, like, stand there and let okay. us shoot you. They might have been, but remember, those people were playing on phones. So it's not that oh, easy saying, anymore. I'm not saying that it's unrealistic. It was probably 100% realistic for how it's actually going to go down. But what I'm saying, though, is that it doesn't look good. No. it The graphics doesn't look that great. The animations are not that clean. They're no. rough. <laughs> no. Um, like, there's that one shot where someone put, like, I thought it was a cool ability. One guy put, like, a buff on the ground where the other one yes. stepped in and it launched him up. Yeah. So yeah. he could get to the top of the building. Yep. I like that level of co-op and that yeah. organization. The concept of that is really nice. But mm-hmm. the animation for that, the guy was shooting upwards and it looked like he was doing the same animation as falling. His yeah, hands yeah. were up yeah, as same, if he was same falling. Same animation, yeah, yeah. Same and animation. I was like, wow, that's yeah. trash. <laughs> yeah. Very, very exciting to see that that's going to turn out uh, I mean, to be Game of the Year. So that, that is my early vote for Game of the Year, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. I just want to throw that out there. Maybe that's why we didn't hear about it. Sad fucking year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of is. Um, Yeah, we'll get to that next episode because I've been playing something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, next bit of news here. And this is is a little bit beefier, a little bit more information on this. Um, This is going to start with 20 Bethesda games last Friday just dropped on Xbox Game Pass, which is also on PC. So this is the beginning of it. So you got Dishonored 1 and 2, Doom, Doom 2, Doom 64, Fallout New Vegas 76, and the expansion called Steel Dawn. Prey, Rage 2, Skyrim Legendary, uh, ESO, Evil Within, and Wolfenstein New Order, Old Blood, Young Blood. So the 20 of, I mean, arguably, a lot of the most recent are sort of PS4 generation titles, right? Yeah. PS4, Xbox One generation New titles. New Colossus then as well for uh, Wolfenstein? What's that? New Colossus as well? New Colossus is not included, no. Oh, okay. No. So now uh, on the on the tail end of this so they had the round table the uh, microsoft round table and they're talking with phil spencer about oh what is the future of bethesda according to game pass because it's great that all these titles are coming out and and he has basically said unambiguously <laughs> so that the future of bethesda titles will be exclusive to platforms where game pass exists yeah so, so pc windows pc and xbox correct correct so that that is an unambiguous statement that should send uh sony Sony people who want to play like Elder Scrolls Six and the next Fallout, like screaming for the hills. So you should be very, very scared that you will now have to own at least a gaming PC or an Xbox to be able to play them. I wonder if that's a a, a move uh, being made by Microsoft to 
have Bethesda make that announcement so that they can strong arm their Game Pass into more platforms like Steam and stuff like that. It's not a, well because right now it's not available, but we know it's possible on Steam. Well, they no no what he said was um, it will be available on any platform that has Game Pass. Yeah, which is to say he didn't say it was only going to be available on Game no, Pass. No, no, yeah. So. Game Pass is available on PC, therefore he didn't say it's only available through that, so it could be no, available. No, yeah, on Steam. it's not exclusive to Game Pass, but yeah. it's only available where Game Pass is available, so it wouldn't be sold on Steam unless Game Pass is allowed on Steam. Well, no, no. Same with yeah. Hold on, you can. Uh, it would be available on Steam because Game Pass is available on PC, therefore it's Pass, allowed to be. But on is there. Game Pass available on Steam? Doesn't matter. No, it does. It's, matter. He said the platform. Yes, so it's about Steam the is called, Windows. Steam is a platform. It's about Windows. It's not guaranteed. Mm. I, well, anyway, I, I think PC and Xbox uh, are going to be the mainstays there, but certainly not, you know, Nintendo Switch. Certainly not no. Sony PlayStation. So well, I think what they're uh, going to do is probably do the same thing that EA does, which is in order to load up a game through Steam, you have to log. In, you have to use that like mini yeah, API but, but to log in. <clears throat> but what I'm saying is that Steam does not have the ability to allow Game Pass through it yet. No, but they're probably if they could do it with EA or an Origin, they can do it with this pretty easily. Yeah. Right, but it may mean that they're trying to strong arm into a better deal. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Could be. Uh, so very interesting take on that then, and it's really interesting that now we're looking at a generation where people, you know, fans like myself who play primarily on consoles are gonna, you know, be in a situation where you know we're confronted with having to purchase multiple consoles just to play all the things we want to play. You know, there was a few things I was able to leave out before your your Halos, your Titanfalls, you know, things like that that were Microsoft exclusive. But now, I can't. Yeah. Now, now I have to take notice. Now I have to look at you know potentially doing. Uh, you know, uh, all digital, you know, Xbox, for instance, which I might actually do before PS5 because they're readily available. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'll start playing Game Pass. That's though. true. I think so. that's that's thing that always has pissed me off is I don't like exclusivity because it fucks over. Oh, I can't. People don't have computers because they can't usually afford the higher end yeah. computers. So they mm -hmm. buy consoles that are e plus they're just easy. You can just get them. They're just easy. Yeah. There's no setup. Yeah. You there's just no turn setup. a thing on, make a profile. You're done. Well, yeah. yeah. So that argument is going away because mm -hmm. it's like, oh, in order for me to play the games I want, I now have to have two systems. Yeah. I have to spend the same amount as a PC now. Well, interestingly, so I have seen Alienware, so I don't know if they're working with a new UI or something, but they're really doubling down on towers that I think basically operate as a game system. So, yeah. And obviously Steam would be kind of the main the main thing on those, but it's just interest, interesting to see Alienware now. Their, adver their advertising is clearly pointing at like me as a console gamer, and I see the stuff online that they've been sort of pushing in my direction, I'm like, oh, that looks like a console. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Which they, they absolutely have the ability to do. I don't know why they've never done it like that. They've tried it before with, you know, a yeah. series of laptops and things like that. Well, you've but. seen um, NZXT's uh, giant fire starter. No. So they put out a console that I'm, I'm both glad and glad I didn't get it. So just, I bought my PC from NZXT because I wanted to try it. It was cheaper at the time. Yeah. And just after I bought my PC, they came out with a new tower computer that you can build your computer into like a tower shape. And it looked a lot, an awful lot like an Xbox. Yes. Mm. Uh, like a sex box. Interesting. Yeah. Great. Awesome. I thought it was really cool. I was like, holy shit, that's really cool. That looks Very like a console. It's yeah. got a nice little glass front yeah. so you can have nice designs Ooh. and look, look cool. So yeah. it would look really cool. That being said, it is known for starting fires. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't called Firestarter? No, no. no. I don't oh. know what the model name was. 
But there's a short in the way you mount your graphics card, I think, to it. Yeah, yeah. And it causes sparks. Yeah, yeah. And if you have like enough dust on there or something like that, it basically I was thinking it was a creative a name, but then I was thinking of the band Prodigy. And then I was thinking of the song <laughs> where they're like, yeah, yeah, Firestarter. No, no, it was just, it. they, they actually had to recall a bunch and provide mm. the, uh, changes. Yeah. I feel like it's a great name, though. They should go with that name. Firestarter. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> when you turn it on, it's just Firestarter. <laughs> uh, after, like, Fire Festival, I don't want anything fire. Fire with a Y. Fire with a Y, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like, like that whole merging of the PC and consoles are coming together. So, yep. Cons- PCs are yeah. starting to like bend towards being like a console, and, and the consoles are bending towards being like PCs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they're so- they're going to meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then the world explodes. Yeah, and that's it. That's the end of they life just, as we know it. They just need to make something that's powerful enough to do current gen stuff, but like mobile, like a fucking wrist yeah. PDF or something. No? Yeah, but, but the more that they can do to eliminate exclusivity, I agree, would be a good thing. So, yeah. so if it does but turn I think out, that, this is Microsoft's yeah. battling because Sony right now they're winning the console war because. They have all the best exclusive games right well, now. Well, and their marketing has been fucking on point for PS5. Like people, people, the, the general feeling, and this is now, it's March. The system came out five months ago, and it's still widely held, including my my understanding of it. That this is a fairly exclusive thing to get. That yeah. It's still hard to find, right? So they could they could keep this going for a full year like this. Yeah. Almost, almost like, uh, remember when Nintendo Switch came out? Kind of the same Everyone idea that drove a lot of the Wii early U, Switch sales. Or the Wii, I mean. The original Wii, yeah. It's done on yeah. purpose. So, well, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, because they, they could have, at this Apple, point, dude. Apple, I think, was the first one. They'll the never admit totally, that totally. it's done on purpose because they can't. That's, it's not, that's illegal to do yeah. that. Yeah. But... But if they, they only it. order so many at a time, or if they only have so many factories running the product, yeah. then, well, see, then they're that, bottlenecking themselves. That's what they're expecting us to think. But I know people in China and they're like, yeah, shit's open here. Like yeah. nothing's closed. It's no. all open. Yeah. Like we're not, we're not, there's no like, yeah. No, it's yeah, no, like, no, like, yeah, they're just, they're, they're generating a bottleneck that they don't need to. They exactly. Could, they could make exactly. more runs of it go that you can open up more like lanes essentially within right. the factory district to like yep. make more like everyone knows how factories fucking work guys like <laughs> fuck them i'm getting the fire starter <laughs> so anyway so that's it for the microsoft news then and last bit of news i guess we should talk about um before we get to the wandavision is just a little bit of pro of a profile on a little game called Fantasian. Yes. So, and this is the new game coming from Mistwalker Studios, of course, started by Hirodobu Sakaguchi back in 2006. The king of all king of all RPGs. He is the gooch. He is the king of all RPGs. I was describing this game to my wife today because yeah. I knew this was we were going to talk about this. And I was like, hey, I think you'd like this. It's a, the game of the art style. And you introduced it to her by saying the gooch made it, right? The gooch. Okay, yep. yeah. I said the gooch. She had no <laughs> idea what I was talking about. And you're like, get out of here, pleb. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, it's, it's Sakaguchi. And she's like, she's like, I, I have no idea who that is. I'm like, oh, oh, no, yes, you do. And I just yeah. brought up his Wikipedia. I just brought up his Wikipedia and I just scrolled for an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, like, you know, every RPG that you ever thought was good, it's on this list. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. In fact, uh, it was even him, my, you know, our favorite RPG of all time, Chrono Trigger. So he, he was, was on a that designer. as well. He was. He was on there. So was. Um, uh, Horii, who is the uh, he was the Dragon Quest yep. creator, and then uh, of course Nobuo Uematsu was on there. Yeah, it was like the trifecta of like all the greatest RPG makers of all time. Oh, and of course uh, Akira Toriyama did the yeah, art for it. So yeah, the, the Godfather, whoever that is, all the Godfather. Yeah, of course, right? All the Godfathers there <laughs> involved in in that particular game. But this is interesting because so this game it's a it's a turn based RPG mm-hmm. and in a classical sense, like based on yeah. the battles I'm seeing. 
But what they've done is artistically they've taken and to be fair that's what's special about this game is the yeah. art nothing else is really all that special so far yeah yeah so far well there was one little detail i saw that was cool but there's uh the art is basically set in dioramas that they've built by hand yeah in the real world and they've mapped them with actual cameras so when you're running around the world inside this game you're actively running around these so a dioramas. bunch of artists hand drew material yep and then there is another kind of artist that took that 2d hand-drawn art Turned it into a 3D mini, di- a physical, real life 3D yeah, diorama, like a little, like you know, two foot by two foot, yeah, little little town. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So this is not as special as you guys are making it out to be. Well, I know they do this in movies and stuff. No, they did this in Final Fantasy uh, eight and nine. What? Yeah, that I didn't know about. Yeah, but... they, they they superimposed art over a uh, 3D um, frame, and uh, and that was the that's what you looked at. Well, 3D frame. No, no, I know. There's a difference, but I'm saying that this is just an evolution of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's, for sure. It, it looks like a slightly higher res, like, Yeah, of um, course it is. Octopath. These games were made, like, way the fuck back. But oh, this, no, isn't, no, no. this isn't a 3D diorama. This is a real-world diorama. Yeah, yeah. But that... With 3D characters imposed and, and onto took, a real-world space. I know that. Yeah, more yeah. like a VR, more like a... Well, not VR, but... Um, Augmented reality. Yeah, and they, they've, they've basically mapped every viewing angle with real high-def cameras. Yeah, I know, but like that is not... I mean, it's cool. It's not special. But I would definitely it's say it's special. <laughs> I don't know if it's the not first, really, but not it's... Not really. It's, it's the first time I know. No, it's the it first is, time no, it's ever it's been done. it's the evolution of what was already done. Well, no. I, I won't deny that. But I, I mean, won't like, say it's an evolution. Evolution what? would still be going further into the 3D realm. They've taken This art. is something they've completely taken different. They've taken that was yeah. not 3D generated, and they've imported it into a game to use alongside their 3D generated assets. That is what Final Fantasies eight and nine. But were. what if all the three D generated assets that they used were just like characters, particle effects, and like items? That is what it was. He's no, saying, no, he's no. saying they had two D backgrounds. Well, yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy eight, they were and nine. just all pictures, all two D. Yeah, yeah, all of the play, all of the yes, game this is maps? a. This is more than an evolution no, of that. This is more I, like going from hand-drawn. What you're describing is like, well, an evolution from hand-drawn is claymation. No, that's not an evolution. That's a drastic different change. No, what I'm saying is that you've taken something that is non-digital. You've made it digital in order to make it more unique. That's literally everything that that's is, existed. Not really. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is that I'm not saying it's not cool. I'm saying that this is not Look, man, special. Why you got to try to rain on the gooch? Yeah. Why you got to try to rain on the this gooch? This is like special. You, the like, gooch? I'm telling you, it's a good game idea. This I think art that is special. The way that they've done it is cool, but it is not special. Yeah, well, let, let me see if I let me see if I can sell you on this point about it. Then, so there is actually a really cool feature in it called um, their dungeons are called dimensions, which is whatever the whatever, name. Yeah, yeah. and uh, basically, if if you're strong enough, you can actually walk into a dimension and you can initiate a battle with literally all monsters in that dimension. At once, so to be able to take it down. Level. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, I do that all the time in World of Warcraft, it's called running dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> it's, called, uh, it's also not special. That yeah, is yeah. true. Rob's got okay. That one's not special. <laughs> it's called Le- it's called Leroy Jenkins. No, it's called like I pulled a mob and then I jumped off a cliff and now I'm on the bottom floor waiting for the entire instance to pull. Yep. Welcome to Nomergon. <laughs> <laughs> I let my pet run around and get everyone. <laughs> exactly. Still to this day, that has never been fixed. No. No, because why would you? But I, I think that was a really cool feature, though, because I like that. Because if, if there's then another strategy to doing the dungeons, if you focus on doing these larger area attacks or leveling up these larger attacks, right, then then it might make sense to I think go into dungeons also, and do that. 
they probably it's probably gonna be like a kind of a semi roguelike where you have to go through the dungeons piece by piece. Yep. And they're just going, listen, you don't want to go through that first level and do twenty battles of level one guys. Yeah. Let's just put them all in a fight and at least it And then AoE them down. And then AoE them down, you'll be yeah, done yeah. with the whole level. Let's completely right. trivialize the process. We don't know why we didn't remove it. We just thought we'd make a workaround. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I agree. That's Rob's got it. But uh, that's that, not. A, I don't like that. But as far as JRPGs go, that's basically revolutionary. No, though, the same <laughs> the art is. No, no yeah, it's yeah. the same fucking thing. But yeah, but as far as JRPGs <laughs> are concerned, no, not it's not. Well, it's new for JRPGs. Lineage fucking two. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> like you forget. Like you forget everything that was made past ten years ago. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent of it. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and that's really everything I know about it. But it does look like a bit like a higher res Octopath, which, yeah, which is fine. It does. So, yeah, it's it's going to be fun. Yeah. But uh, that's really all the uh, notes that I had. So I guess we can get into the title topic of this episode, which is the last two episodes of WandaVision. 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 Garbage show. WandaVision. Actually, I actually liked it. <laughs> I was... You turned a corner on it just now. No, right, so I, no, I, I didn't. I shows a piece it. of shit. Uh, I'm into it. <laughs> no, I, hard turn, hard turn. <laughs> I've, I've enjoyed the show the whole time. I just was being fucking... Uh, I think I, mean, let's I be did very enjoy clear. it the whole time. But. I think we should be very clear. Let's just talk about the last two episodes, not separately. Let's just talk about the whole series as a general since we've completed it. Yeah. I think that's how we should handle this. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I obviously we're weeks after the end of this, two weeks after the end of this at this point. Actually, there's a, there's a whole thing about this that the a lot of um, me, like media on like that cover the like MCU and stuff, they're saying one thing. I'm like, you guys are fucking morons. But I'll get into it as we start talking about it. Okay, cool. So am I the only one that was kind of disappointed? Because we were all talking about these grander, how it was going to introduce no. these big topics. And nah. they, they are only like, maybe there's something. Like, that's all we got was maybe there's something. This was the smartest move they've ever made. Ah. You have no idea because you don't know. Do I think it's the smart move? Probably. I think it's the smart move. Is it the move I wanted? No. Sure. And, and that's funny because there was actually a whole article about how some of the writers were like watching social media to see these ideas. And they're like... Oh yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and then, but there, at one point, they were like, they were like, oh wow, people are actually get, get, getting on to this. But then everyone went like really hard on the Mephisto path, and they're like, oh, we didn't actually do Mephisto. No, yeah, like exactly. I would have loved to have actually seen Mephisto. Yeah. Yeah. One of the writers like, who the fuck is Mephisto? Yeah, no. Uh, but anyway, let's get into it. And then who, I, who the and fuck then is Mephisto? I never heard of this guy in my life. It's like this is not Diablo, guys. This is MCU. What are you doing? <laughs> so I. Yeah, I I really loved the so the, I, I don't know how we want to how how we want to take this. Normally you guide us through the episodes, yeah, okay, Alex, but, and you yeah. guide us through this ending. So basically get going over the ending, I think probably the most impactful episode of the series was probably episode 8. So I thought that was really fucking brilliant. I really liked them going into Previously on yeah, so this was the episode where they actually take Wanda back through moments in her life uh, right. that, that turned her into who she is now yeah, and also like kind of explained that she story. actually already had powers before her interaction with the Minds don't that ever happen. That was the big one. That was, that yeah. was the big one. Yes. Yeah. It shows that she is a mutant. Right. She was just enhanced from the stone. Right, right. Yes. So this is essentially now we've had a mutant officially written into the MCU or someone who's a mutant from birth, rather. Yes. So as far as we know. The other thing that really super pisses me off yeah. 
is I here's one thing. This is why I'm talking about where I don't think they took it far enough. Sure. I really like that they're like, oh no, she was already a mutant. We just enhanced her. They found someone who was special who had mutant powers that could enhance the stone. Right. Okay, I like that. I that's a good way to introduce mutants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what they didn't do and they should have done is her father, the how all the movies, her father, all he needed to do was do a minor little metal levitation somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. All he had to do. And then maybe he survived the blast and he ran away from his family or something. The, yeah. To be honest, though, this is a 10-second writing fix. Yeah. It's all it is is, oh, yeah, that wasn't your family. You were adopted. But I think that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like a, it's like a 10-second fix. I think that's... I hate, it's cheap. It's I cheap. I think that's cheap. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I do not deny that. I think they had the opportunity to change the actor out because yeah, yeah. they never had an actor before. No, exactly. Role, so right. they could have just chosen whoever they want. Right. They could have just put in Fastbender. Yeah, I was going to say, wouldn't it be funny if Fastbender was... I would have loved if it was just well, Fastbender. They did, the, they did the fucking thing with Evan Peters. They could have done that with Fastbender, too. That they would have been totally such a great... Yeah, bait and switch. Yeah, yeah. They not totally even not even a bait and switch. Just like a... And all he do is he's not using his powers. Maybe... Maybe he uses powers for five f- flashes of the second. That's why you know it. That it's it's just like a yeah, yeah. nudge, like haha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's all they need to do. But you know, but now it's like okay, that's clearly not Magneto. He's a Middle Eastern guy. Yeah, yeah. Or middle, middle, yeah. You know, Sokovian. But <laughs> I would have been totally okay if it was though. Like not Middle that, Eastern. That would have um, really fucked with people. I think Eastern European. Eastern yeah, European. Eastern yeah. European yeah. 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 I would have loved the. I don't. I don't like the whole. Oh, you're just you're adopted. just adopted. Yeah. I no, think I, oh, lazy. I agree. It's 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 lazy writing. So, but I'm saying it can be fixed. I don't think in the last two episodes they took things as far as they could have with right. connecting it to the larger sure. universe. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I did appreciate the steps they did take, though. I did appreciate the you know them establishing you know she had like this happy home life and it was destroyed and then from there her life was just absolute hell and a lot of things made sense about her and her brother, particularly her attachment to her brother, uh, who we would have only gotten to see that in uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Because he only exists in that, right? By the way, has anyone else seen this? There was talks about he, uh, the original Pietro actor returning um, for something. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me if he did. I don't know if it'll just be like flashback stuff or if he's coming back somehow or if it's an alternate version of him. No clue. I mean, it'll at this point, at this point, what's great to say is, you know, after seeing WandaVision, like they're willing to take risks. They're willing to do yeah. things. You know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see how it manifests. I, like, are they going to bring in an alternate dimension Tony Stark? Are I, they going to bring in another Captain America? You know, like. The only thing I can say is that watching the series has been very comforting because it looks like they went, okay, season one Mandalorian did really well. We can take risks, and people are not going to cut our fucking dicks off right. about it. Yeah. So now, like we we've been seeing things that we would have never seen story wise. Like the, the fucking premise of the show alone, I know, was yeah. a gamble. <laughs> oh, dude! Such but like, a gamble. good gamble for I them. I like to do. the idea that overall the story is about coping with loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's totally. that's totally that's what this is all about. Yeah. yeah. This the, the purpose of the show was to fix Wanda. Yep. Not yeah. Vision. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And I appreciate that about the MCU. They kind of took a similar path previously with uh, Tony Stark sort of fixing him after the first alien PTSD. invasion. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so they, so good. it's really cool they took the steps to do this. And uh, I'm sure there's people out there who, you know, watching this was very formative for, right? People yeah. who had, you know, similar loss experiences who could relate to it. And, uh, and certainly the loss didn't end in episode nine. It just kind of kept going because once Wanda realizes that she can't, in fact, have everything she wants and still be able to uh, release all the people from this, from this 
you know, uh, hex that she's created. Yeah, I right? love how they're all just like, you're just let us die then. If you won't let us free, yeah. just kill us. Yeah, yeah, they're ready to go. Holy <laughs> shit. And did, then, did you guys watch the behind the scenes thing, by the way? No. no. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, there's a behind the scenes Wanda thing. It was really good. Watch it. Okay, we'll do. We'll do. the. Uh, so anyway, it does end with uh, the showing up of, what's White Vision called? What is he? Is White, it just White Vision? Yeah. No, no, oh, okay. he actually had a name. I thought he actually had a name. I didn't catch what it was, but yeah, uh, anyway, so he shows up to battle the <laughs> the imaginary Hex Vision that Wanda has built, and uh, who is, has achieved some level of sentiency at, by the end of this, right? So he's aware that he's alive, but he's also temporary, and that, you know, things are going to end at some point, yeah. right? And then uh, I think probably the most tragic moment for me, and this is just being a parent, was definitely like, watching Wanda come to the realization even that like the kid the kids were gonna have to go away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who she had for a whole of what, three days? Yeah, but, but still... I mean <laughs> it does still open the door for Mephisto later on. Totally. Um, because that's a big story in the in the books. Uh so to see it to see it come on the screen is not gonna be surprising. Um yeah, no, White Vision has just becomes. Vision. And I mean, actual Vision is essentially resurrected with White Vision because yeah, yeah uh, he's gone away to take his time and process it. Right, he's got to process all the memories that that the um, that the Hex Vision gave him. But when he when he's done processing that, certainly he probably will come to the recollection. That, oh, I in fact love Wanda Maximoff, and I'm going to go be with her. Right, yeah. and I thought it was cool too. They actually brought in the name in the final episode, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. So along with her they new costume, gave her title. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that obviously if. They had not gotten the title of the property from 20th Century Fox. They still wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, they were just allowed to do that. That's why yes. she was always Wanda. Because well, they own them now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hadn't considered that's why they never named yeah. her. Yeah. That is exactly yeah. And that's why. also why her parents what? weren't Magneto. I, well, they could have done it here. I understood <laughs> yes, why they didn't they do it before, yeah, but yeah. I could have done it here. But, oh my God, you're right. I don't know why that never connected for me. Yeah, just yeah. like just like um, it wasn't Quicksilver, it was Pietro, right? So they always call him Pietro, but that's yeah, they like, never call him Quicksilver. Yeah, yes, yeah. holy shit! Yeah. yeah, they could have said Quicksilver in this too, but they didn't. So yeah, pretty it'll, cool. It'll be interesting. To see pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm excited to see where this goes from here. I don't know. They they didn't really say. I think I think WandaVision was kind of like a one and done situation. It with is. The season. Yeah. No, it was only yeah. one season. They they said that going in. And I, and I think they're saying Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be the same way. Yep, it's like a one-and-done yeah, yeah, season. Yeah, all of these series that they're doing, they are branch series. Yeah. They go from one movie to the next. Okay. Or to set up for a next movie. That makes sense. So like I, this one was the setup for um, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yep. And, that, and that generation of movies. With that the makes Spider-Man sense. Well, yeah, like ones. everything will loop, right? So like yeah. what they're doing is they, they're laying foundation. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing right they're now. Laying they're laying foundation like, for the next generation yes, of Marvel Generation movies. 2. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Or Gen 3, whatever the fuck you want to call whatever it. Whatever we're on. Yeah. Phase whatever the number is. Oh, yeah. some good shit, man. Monica Rambo, Jimmy Choo, like a lot of breakout yes. characters in this as well. Kat oh, Dennings was back. I was really upset with the way she took a bullet. I, I was kind of... So there are things that I liked and things that I didn't. One, I really liked that they treated Wanda Maximoff as not a pure hero like some of the right. other yes. Marvels. Right. Which she is not in the she, comics. She was, yeah, exactly. And so she, she kind of flip flops. Kind, yeah. kind of villainy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially, when you, especially when you realize that people are under fucking mind control, but not even like the comatose mind control, the kind that you are trapped in your body. Yeah, they're yes. like <laughs> agonizing. Yeah. 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 So in the comics, she kind of flip flopped as good and evil and sometimes was in the middle. And I think this really paid homage to that. And yes. I really like that they're taking the character in that direction. Totally. Yeah. So I loved that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I didn't like was, I forget his name. What's the guy who was running sword? Oh my God. Yes. Like stereotypical Saturday morning villain, but with like no substance. Yes. He, yeah. At he first I thought he could have been something cool. 
And then he kind of just turned into this maniacal guy who's yeah, shooting yeah. children. Well, if they can't kill you, I'm just going to kill you with my gun. Yeah, you're you're going to die with my gun. Like, it was so stupid at the end. Uh, yeah, yeah. There is a bunch of confusion there with me because I'm like, first off, there is no way, especially after fucking Hydra, that sword isn't looking at their higher-ups being like, is this guy fucking mentally balanced? Yeah, that? exactly. Like, there is no way. There <laughs> yeah. is no way. That is not happening. Like, would this guy say shoot a kid? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, what? No. It's like, there is so much confusion on, like, that scene especially where he shoots at the kids is like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, He he turned from a character that I was okay with to like, no, who the fuck is this guy? They they should have just, they should have just set him up and then kind of let him go and and brought him back in the future. And and the thing is like, I can appreciate a villain. Like the lady who plays um, the one teacher in Harry Potter that everyone hates. The, I will not oh, tell lies. not McGonagall. Um, she's the one who comes with always from, with the order, and, from Order yeah, of the yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, and she's got all the cat plates and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 I love her. Yeah, amazing villain. That's a great villain. Yeah. yeah. That is how you do it. This was, I hated him, not because I wanted to hate a villain. I hated him because he was just a bad character. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is they this? They could have done literally anything else with him at the end there and it would have been better. Why even make him a villain? Yeah. Just make him like a guy who doesn't know what he's doing so he's right. following protocol. Instead right. of being like, I'm going to shoot you, make him like, what's going on? And you can yeah, have yeah. a panic. You can have the mind control of Scarlet Witch fucking with or, him. Or and... Agnes is fucking with him. Or yeah, Agnes is like, be fucking with him. If yeah, yeah. Agnes is making uh, Sword put on the fucking pressure to make Wanda do something that she doesn't want to do, yeah. that's a fucking explanation. That would have, he's just a pawn. That he's would just totally a pawn. have worked. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a way better solution. It's just fucking annoying. Yeah, because it's like take ten seconds and think and, about it, guys. When, once they had Agatha, Agatha Harkness, who was like established as like the anything. villain here, yeah, yeah, it's like okay, well, they could have just it totally ignored him from then on, realistically. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think I also I really didn't like the animation her or her acting of when the character I forget the actress's name, but the one who takes on Monica Rambo when she took the bullets for the kids. Yeah. She had this like overreaction of like <laughs> taking the bullets. And I can't actually I, I hated uh, it. That was a I think that's actually di- that's a director thing because they actually Oh probably well in the, if you watch the uh the behind the scenes thing, they tell her m- on multiple occasions to overact. Oh it's possible, oh, yeah. Oh interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because it's hard to say what's her and what's the her direction. I, I yeah. totally get it, but I hated that moment. Yeah, that's fair. It yeah. felt just a bad cheap shot. And bad, bad shot. shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bad yeah. shot. I did like though they did kind of showcase a little bit more of her powers there too. I yes. thought that was cool. I, I think that the, as far as like bringing in a new a new character, um, I thought that first off the actress does an amazing job oh, yeah. in general, and She's then incredible. like the character itself is it was a great way to put in the origin story within the show. I also find that scene funny because. The kid, there's one kid who is fast enough with his telekinetics to stop a bullet, mm-hmm. and another one who is faster than the bullet. Yeah, yeah. And yet she needed to step in. Right. It's yeah. Like, no, no. The kid who's going faster than the bullet could just get his brother out of the way. Right. And then go and punch the guy twenty million times yeah, before yeah. the bullet even gets past them. I did yeah. like how the kids disarmed all the all the cops. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. So they did a really good job on that. So anyway, yeah, that's that's kind of how the series ended. Uh, obviously, a lot of directions they could go from here. I do um, like that they turned that she turned uh, Agnes's own ability against her. I yes, did notice the, that when oh, she was the firing. Uh, yes. Yeah. So as soon as I saw her missing the first couple shots i was like okay she's just missing and then i was like she's missing way too much yes. yeah <laughs> and then when i was like why would she be trying to hit that i'm like to probably make the runes yeah and i, and I called it maybe 12 seconds that was or cool as hell for yeah, yeah, yeah classic classic turn of fortune on it was that good one, yeah. it was good yeah, yeah. 
there was a couple of other things too. Is there anything else you guys wanted to do say about this before I jump in? Because there's uh, a there's a big chunk of this that I, I want to talk, talk about. about. I really liked how um, Vision is supposed to be the super smart AI robot. Oh, the fight! And I love both the physical fight. I thought that was the best part of the the two episodes. Yep. The the vision on vision action that was fun yeah, yeah that yeah. was amazing and classic, I, classic double MCU vision kind of stuff double vision I love and I loved ooh. that's what they should have called that episode yeah they should have oh what a missed opportunity <laughs> but I love the idea of the <laughs> never two, again <laughs> you know, the way they fight is instead of like punching at each other and actually doing damage to each other they yeah. like do the warping through each other yes, yes. the phasing yeah, yeah. out that was cool that I was really, really cool. love yeah, that yeah. because they can't like if they go to swing a punch at each other that will just phase through yeah and, and it the, doesn't matter the thing I actually loved the most was the logic fight that followed yes because i was like i'm like that is 100 percent cool. how a vision even if he's emotionless would approach the situation yes. he is i yeah, love yeah. how they went from the fighter vision and then they both kind of went into the no we're super intelligent creatures yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Beings. Cool. like we we are better than this and they and they are but like the one is misguided the white one because he doesn't have everything he needs to be a person yeah and the other one uh is there to kind of like lift him up mm-hmm I think so. they made a mistake and I wanted to see more time with the white vision questioning his reality. I think we're going to get that. Well, or no, I hope we're going to get that. To me, the, the him being, I am committed to my role. I am programmed to, I have doubts took fractions of a second. Yeah. Honestly, to us, visually to us. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think, but it was really two years in the course of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they I, just hung near in midair. <laughs> I think that there's a, they've got a golden opportunity here because if white vision has all of his memories from when of like being created and stuff like that, he knows that there's now something wrong with sword. So now vision can realize that and go, okay, I need to go fix something now because that's all about like what vision is. He's like, when he knows something's not right, he'll go fix it. Right? Yeah, true. So like, it'll be interesting to see maybe he's going to show up now in agents of sword, which we know. Is so there's a, originally when vision went white like that, I forget the name they gave him in the comics, but he, he originally had the mentality uh, the mentality, the the mind matrix of another character put into him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't Jarvis the AI. Yes. It was another like Marvel human. Yeah. Um, hero. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who that was. And that hero was in love with Wanda Maximoff, which right. is how that whole started. Yeah. And eventually, the Vision died, and they rebuilt him. But that guy who originally you know allowed his mind to be cloned to Vision, mm-hmm. he refused to let it be cloned this time. He's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Like, yeah, I want to be who I am. Yeah. Like, you know, this guy. Blah blah. And so they eventually created him, but without human, without the humane side of him. Mm. Yeah. And he was just this cold machine yeah. that yeah. knew he was supposed to love Max Wanda and knew that he had a relationship with her and kids and so on and so forth. But logic, no empathy. Logic, no empathy. Yeah. And I really like that version. And I think that's what we're going to get out of the next vision, at least for a first little while. While we're, he adjusts. We're yeah. going to get him having that cold mentality while still trying to wrestle yeah. with the difference between the logic of what he knows and his what is his memories yeah. versus his feelings on those memories. Yeah, what we can be certain of is the next, you know, movie or show or whatever with Wanda, we're certainly going to see White Vision show up in some capacity. Oh, for sure. Imagine, yeah. Not yeah. necessarily, but it'll be good if we do. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Um, so anyway, uh, what's, the, what's the second? I didn't know there was actually a second post credit scene. I'm reading the notes right now. Yeah, and there's also an alternate ending scene. Okay, so now the 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 first post credit scene here is this is the one with uh, Monica's informed by a scroll that a friend of her mother's wants to meet. So that that's fine. I saw that. Now in in the other post credit scene, Wanda's studying the Darkhold, which I don't know yes. what that is. You've never yeah. seen that. You never oh saw my this god. One? Okay, so that's what I'm going to be talking about. Okay, so let's talk okay. about this. Yes. Okay. So, oh man. 
The Dark Hold. Should we watch it? For, should we get him to watch the post? Yeah, yeah, maybe scene? I should just see it real quick. It doesn't really matter. Sure, go for it. Yeah, so in, in the scene, uh, as it opens up for the uh, after credit scene, we see Wanda, who's just kind of like doing mundane shit, essentially mm-hmm. waiting on the porch, mm. whatnot, wandering around, kind of on automatic, mm. um, because she is actually astral projecting into that other room with the Darkhold to read it. Now, there's some interesting shit that happens there, because if you know what the Darkhold is, this is both a good and bad thing. So you're saying that she was kind of doing thing where she was... Well, think about it. Dr. Strange did the exact same thing. Yeah, but he never got his body to animate. His body would just fall down. Yeah, so all it means is that she's more powerful. Yeah, okay. So you're saying she was astral projecting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She wanted to to like sustain her body so her soul sustains or whatever. Yeah. But but she's astral projected to study while her body's on autopilot. Yeah, Yeah. okay, exactly. I got you. So she's using, she's letting her body just survive and be relaxed and whatnot while she learns. Yep. Um, and we've seen Strange do this before, and we already know that Scarlet Witch she's she's supposed to be stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme. Yes, yeah, it was an news. interesting reference in the final episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so they did mention that, which kind of put them, you know, they're 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 engaged in the same kind of, I guess what what he's doing is also magic to some extent, right? But but no, that's he, also what she's doing now. They're both doing magic. Yeah, yeah they're both doing yeah, magic. Yeah. Now, here's the kind of cool thing is I just happen to be watching, as you guys know, Agents of Shield again. And the season that I happen to be on is the season with the fucking Darkhold. Oh, so, shit. It's introduced in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, right man. with Ghost Rider. Yeah. The same fucking season. Ghost Rider and the Darkhold show up in the same time. Nice. Oh, man. Um, That's sick, It's dude. so good. Anyway, <laughs> um, the Darkhold's whole thing is the Book of the Damned. Yeah. Um, so when it shows up, it will give you all the knowledge you could ever want mm. about pretty much fucking anything. Mm. And... It will then allow you to like kind of become more what you want to be, but it twists the information you have to its own ends. So if you make something, it benefits from it somehow. Mm. The Darkhold like finds ways to twist even the most innocent person's expectations of what they're trying to do. It makes them more willing to break down those barriers to do so things that you shouldn't do. It kind like, of pulls the devil trick, which yeah. is we're going to make a deal and it's going to sound really great for you, but really it's, yeah. it's a shit deal. Yes. I love that. It, 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 off topic here. Did you ever see, um, oh, what's the show that uh, um, Henry Zabrowski is in on Adult Swim? Nope. Your pretty face is going to hell. Nope. You never saw that? There's a whole episode literally just about that where Satan is trying to get Henry's character. His name's Gary, and he's like a demon who works in hell, but mm-hmm. hell's like an office. And he's trying to get <laughs> him to understand the bait and switch thing. <laughs> like, yeah. And so he's like, so what if, what if somebody like uh, tells you that they want to be like, a, I don't know, I can't remember an example from him. He's like, tell you know, they want you to be a better golfer. And he's like, oh, you just, um, you give him a baseball bat instead of a golf club. He's like, no, no. <laughs> it's, but it's yeah. hilarious to see him fuck up every example. Of <laughs> yeah. I can't remember exactly what they were. You but want it's a good, kind of along those lines, though. It was good. A, if you want a good example of that, Rick and Morty did the best example of that. They I haven't seen that episode. Which episode? The whole where the devil has a shop and Rick oh, has a yeah, shop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just saw it. The curse, the curse it. items yeah. episode. Oh, I love that. That one. was really. That's good too. exactly what that is. <laughs> that was and Rick was he opened up a shop across yeah, the that street would that would them. remove the curse. Yeah, <laughs> curse remove plus or whatever the fuck was called. It. Yeah, it was really that was good. good. That is the best example. Honestly, yeah. the best part of that episode is the end credits. 
What yeah. was it? It's where um, X going to give it to you. X going to give it to you. Summer oh, and Rick, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Build they're, up, they're all jacked. They like, just beat the shit out of the devil. <laughs> and then a bunch of other people, like Nazis. That was so yeah. good. That was so good. They're like juicing up and working yeah. out. Yeah. That's the best way to go. Oh, so anyway, anyway, back to the dark hole. <laughs> X so, going to give it to you. <laughs> so you guys don't know about this because you haven't watched the show yet. But in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., a uh, character gets a hold of the dark hole and makes... Uh, or sorry, he gives it to... An AI that he made. Oh, God. Which, hmm. immediately you should be like, that's a bad idea. But the reason why he did it was that they already knew that it's going to corrupt anybody that looks into it. So they were hoping that so they're they thinking, couldn't corrupt the AI. Exactly. Because AI is just yeah. the AI. And they'll just, you know, they'll just reboot it from backup. And that's exactly what they were going to do. But they didn't get the chance to do that, of course. <laughs> so, ah. it went, and, then, and then it becomes a whole other thing. It, it gets, it's a really good storyline, actually. Sure, but I want to see this The whole so idea bad. is that, and this is actually the cool thing, because I'm not sure if this was done intentionally, but I think it was. So this AI ends up making a thing called the framework. And what the framework is, is essentially like VR world plus. Like, it's amazing. You can feel, it feels like a real world to you if you're sure. in it. And so it just uploads people's consciousness and puts them in there uh, to the point where the AI is like, oh, well, like, I've got to protect this framework and I've got to protect you, but it's hard to do when you're out here and vulnerable, so I'm just going to upload you and kill you. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, it it gets bad, right? (laughs) But the idea is that the framework and the hex are two really fucking close things. Interesting. Mm, interesting. Because even the way that the... Hex glitches. Yeah, it manifests are, in like a when technological you, way. Yeah, and yeah. when you and exactly, and when you see the uh, framework start to fall apart, it's very much like the hex. So, are we to assume that? Uh, so, who had the dark hold at the end of that story arc? So that's the interesting thing, and that and this is where I'm. I kind of get annoyed because what ends up happening at the end of that arc is Ghost Rider takes the dark hold and fucks off to another dimension. Okay. Um, which is kind of cool, actually. The way he does it, he spins his chain and makes a spin gate, just like how Doctor Strange does. Oh, Hell yeah, same gate. dude. Kind of a neat touch, that's all. But uh, anyway, so the, he takes the dark hold to go to, to go to hell, effectively. Which, he actually explains that he's like, there's no real like hell dimension. He's like, there's just a lot of dimensions that are pretty much fit the description of hell. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so he takes it, and everyone's like, oh, well, dark hold's gone now. It's like, No. The dark hole's just in another place. A magic caster could go there and get it. And filled yeah. with a bunch of people who yeah. would love to use this right. for evil and, means. And people are like, well, how does how does Eggs have it? Shield uh must be non-canon anymore. I'm like, do you not have fucking two seconds of fucking logic? She she just went I'm to like, a dimension. Yeah, Ag- Agnes maybe yeah. made a spin gate and went to go get it. It's like, oh well, it looks different. It's like, yeah, it's the fucking dark hold. You think that a magical book is going to look the same every fucking time? Have you never watched any trope where, or, oh, hey, this ancient cursed item. Oh, but it looks different. It's like, yeah, because it's an ancient cursed item. Or there's multiple. <laughs> yeah, it modernizes itself or whatever. Or, or there's yeah, multiple whatever. of them. Or, yeah, yeah. Because well, we have well, multiple no, dimensions. Well, it, it could be that. <laughs> yes. That's there's exactly. so many reasons yeah, for this. <laughs> and that very possibly could be it. But honestly, I just think it's just as simple as Agnes just went to go get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the... Occam's razor, simplest answer. Yeah, it's like, it was lost. Agnes probably did a scrying spell, found out where it was, goes, well, no one's guarding it now. Went and go picked it up. Yep. Funny thing is, Ghost Rider's actor goes, my bad, guys. Shouldn't put it under my mattress, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) He, like, tweeted that out or something? Yeah, he tweeted that out. Nice. (laughs) Uh, I actually hope he comes back, because he actually did a really, really good Ghost Rider character. And the actor does a really good job. But uh, clearly they're setting her up in this last uh, video. She's studying the dark hold. She's trying to get her family and her kids back. Obviously, she's still trying to. 
I think that's sh- kind of shitty because to me, the lesson of the show wasn't learned. No, 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 exactly. That's exactly it. But the best part is, is that this opens the door to Mephisto. Oh, most certainly it does. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. Yes. Hell so, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Honestly, uh, I'm ecstatic about it. I'm very excited about um, the next Marvel series starting this Friday uh, at the time of this recording. It's still coming up here. That's going to be uh, Captain America Winter Soldier uh, or Captain Falcon Winter Soldier. Is that right? Yep. yep. Talk Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We already know that Falcon's going to become Captain America. Yeah, we already know I that. I think they're yeah, going to yeah. share uh, it. Um, yeah. well, I yes. think they're going to legitimately I, share it 50-50 or I, close to it. I actually hope that that is where they go with yeah. it. That'd be really sick. Because yeah. the idea is that it's a mantle that's held, but it's a mantle that there's no reason it needs to be held by one person. Yes. And uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think on the next episode, in honor of that coming up, maybe we should do a brief bit on the pre-review status of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, our pre-review specials yes. that, that we're now getting to be well-known for. So that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll consult they, the They're already there. Yeah, yeah. They're, no. no, I mean, they're already on there. Oh, no, no. I mean, like, I mean, like the ones that aren't real, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, uh, so... Uh, People who have definitely not seen it yet. Right. So yeah. um, if you are actually not familiar with any of these characters, there's a video series. Uh, they're like seven-minute seven, seven minute episodes on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, this is cool. Where yep. the, It's called Legends, and it talks about each of the characters. So when WandaVision was coming out the day before, I think it went live, they had a video on Wanda and a video on Vision. Yep. So uh, a couple weeks ago, one came out for Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then just recently, another one came out for um, Agent Carter and for Zemo. Well, they're both in the... Yes, all, all four of them are, yeah. yeah. So uh, I just originally thought that they were only doing the primary characters, but now it looks like they're doing villains and uh, other characters yeah, that are important in the story. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. But uh, yeah, shrug. So I mean, ultimately, though, if you've uh, read uh, or you've watched Civil War, you pretty much will be ready to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. If, if, if you've seen the you, the... you have to see sort of the three Captain America movies. Because Bucky War. Barnes, you have to know his story. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you've watched Civil War, you you've more or less and caught when, up. Oh no, sorry, not Civil War. And yeah, no Civil War. Yeah. And Falcon shows up in Winter Soldier. Yeah, so does Winter Soldier. So does Winter Soldier. So it's so really, just two movies. You need to watch those two main ones. But I think if you're going to watch those two, watch the first one. This way, you learn more about Bucky Barnes and yeah, their because because yeah, he technically comes in at the first one. Yeah, he, not technically. He yeah, literally he's in the first. He one. literally comes in the first one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you've watched, if you, if you haven't watched it, just watch the Legends thing and you'll be caught up. Cool. Excellent. Actually, I couldn't find a pre-review thing, so well, it we, must just be for games. We need to do the next section anyway, because we are... Yeah, we're trying, try, this is the, we gotta, we gotta wrap this oh, up. Oh, no, no, I got, I got it. Yes, that's it for episode 124 of Give Us Podcast. We're wrapping up now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> you may want to re-record that, though. <laughs> So, uh, well, that wraps about wraps it up for episode 124 of Ronin Geek Official Podcast. This is Alex Austin signing off, and I forget what my original title was, Plummy and Adam. And just Rob. Just Rob. Too late. Next time. <laughs> Thanks for listening.